Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Shark Tank After Buzz TV's Shark Tank After Show. I hope I remember how to do this. We've been gone for like four weeks, you guys. So excited to be back. Apollo Peak tonight, Seed Sheet, Crop Sticks, Under the Weather. Also, do you remember Meal Enders from like four weeks ago? Well, they sent us some Meal Enders. We can't wait to eat them. Yes, I've lost my voice. I know it. You know it. Let's start chatting. Here we go. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion. AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> it was funny because right right at the point where I'm going, why doesn't she tell them that she lost her voice? You say, under the weather. Like, yeah, she is. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of laughter going on on that side of the table. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've got to start out laughing, I suppose. Hey, guys, so nice to be back with you. I'm trying I'm to lean into the mic. I know I'm getting made fun of already, but you know what the point is? I am dedicated to you, and I wanted to be here even if you think I sound sick, which I do. <laughs> I'm Zoe Hewitt. You can find me at Real Zoe Hewitt. Oh, my God, I almost even forgot it for a second, but Real Zoe Hewitt, that's Z-O-E-H-E-W-I-T-T. And sitting to my left, the ball of laughter is... But, but I just have to say the funny thing was just before the engineer says, uh, okay, Zoe said what? She's like... No, no, I'm Zoe Hewitt. I'm the real Zoe Hewitt. Was it like the Titanic when like, Kate Winslet's on the, the de- floating door going, <laughs> after she's pushed Jack off because there wasn't room I'm sorry. on the door? Sorry. So, who are you? I'm Chris Howard. Thanks for asking. You can find me at Chris Howard Live on Twitter. And Instagram. Yeah, right out. <laughs> right now, mateys. I'm just so glad to see these crazy sons of guns here. Sons of guns. <laughs> um, since this, this is, is a family, family show. show. <laughs> like, She's saying sons of guns. Oh, this is Constance Dunn. How are you doing, everyone? We're so glad to be back. Uh, you can find me at Instagram or Twitter, Constance Dunn. Do we have cool fans on there? We have cool fans. We have fantasy, fans and friends. Fans fantasy and stats friends. guru, Antina Hororaka. Antina does say, I'm sorry, Zoe, you do sound funny. Tina, hold on. Say, say, say Tina's last name again. Hororaka. Hororaka. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's over in, uh, where is she? Czechoslovakia. No. Yeah. Somewhere that's not here on the other side uh, of the world. Belgrade. Tina, you are getting ready to go to work. I remember that, and I hope we don't make yeah. you late, but I'm so glad you're with us. Now, yes. starting out, if you guys remember from like four weeks ago or more, meal enders were on the show. Now, the meal enders were like the lozenges that you can eat. She's and- saying meal enders. <laughs> I'll lean right in. These were the lozenges that you can eat that are supposed to curb your appetite. Now, they were so nice. They sent us all four flavors. I don't even know where to like look with these. There's so many. You'll notice one is empty, and that's because we split them up since there are three of us. So We, we combined all our flavors into one bag for each, so we have each a we third each have, and a third exactly. and a third. And a third. Yes. We said that wasn't going to be hard to explain. She's like, oh, shit. Why? Why? What are we going to tell them? One of the bags is empty, and there's only three bags, and what are we going to say? <laughs> okay, well, it seemed a lot more complicated. <laughs> okay, so Someone's going to get one point, one third of one meal ender. <laughs> so the consensus, you guys, was that we were going to eat them live on air so you could get, like, a real 
glimpse at what they're like. But it looks like to eat them. If you <laughs> saw these like on Shark Tank. In case you've forgotten. Yeah, Zoe was so convinced that if we ate them live on air, there would be so much dead time because we'd all be sucking on our meal enders. So maybe we do it at different times. You talk, I'll suck. <laughs> you talk, I'll suck. <laughs> I'm going Did in. you just say that? All righty. <laughs> all righty. <laughs> okay, and I've been eating popcorn. Now, we're not supposed to bite these. And were these invested in? They weren't, were they? They, they didn't get a deal. They didn't get a deal. They didn't get a deal. But you know what? I remember, um, of course, the founder and the CEO, the entrepreneur, he was from San Francisco. And what they do is basically they uh, it relies on behavioral and sensory science to comprehensively cue the end of eating. And it integrates easily into your existing routine. It's weird because it well, tastes like, at first when you stick it in your mouth, it's got like this almost like a plasticky type shell on it. But the chocolate's good. I'm eating the chocolate mint really when I'm eating. It tastes really good. It tastes like an Andy's mint. Mm-hmm. Really? But now I really want to bite through the hard sucker. Right. Is that where the science is? And all of a sudden you're going to be blasted with the science and, and you so. won't ever want to eat again? Oh, I feel it starting. Are you getting the weird stuff? I am. Oh, Me I too. Like it's it. just starting. It's all tingly. My mouth is really? tingly. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're supposed to allow it to dissolve, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mine's getting there. I can feel a little bit of a tingle. Oh, I like it. It's all tingly in my mouth. It's fun, huh? Mm-hmm. I like a game. <coughs> you know what's funny? I'm going to try testing these before I leave because I have a bad habit. Sometimes I like to, I like McDonald's Happy Meals. That's a terrible <laughs> habit. I know. It's not a good... I don't do I it do, a lot. I've done it, too. Okay. Yeah, I don't do it a lot. And I, like I said, I do a kid's meal, so it's not that bad. So I'll try a meal ender, and if it makes me not just drive right past McDonald's and go, tell me how. It's kind of weird now, huh? I you like know, it. I'm still tingly. You know what it kind of tastes like to me now is like mm-hmm. zinc. Like if you were to suck on a zinc tablet... I don't know if I've sucked on a zinc tablet. Really? You should if you got a cold. I don't know. You're right. <laughs> that makes me want to cough. <laughs> yeah, and actually, I think Zoe should use her uh, her voice and just go with it because it sounds pretty sultry. It so. does. Yeah. This We're is gonna my leave her alone. Voice. We're leaving you alone. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not like I have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it reminds me of that episode of Friends where Phoebe got sick and then left her sick, sexy voice. Okay, That's I guess right. I'm the only one. Oh, good. Not just me. We're going to totally make some extra cash off of you, sign you up for sex phone lines and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I... Family this, show. <laughs> yeah. No, we keep it clean sex, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, this taste, I can see how that would make you not want to eat anything. Not me. I kind of want to eat another one because the chocolate was good. Really? I still have more of mine. Are you done with yours? I, I really want to bite faster that. than you. I mean, just... I'm not, savoring... You're savoring it. So the idea is, does it leave just a funky taste in your mouth? Like, you know, you brush your teeth and you're basically not going to eat anything if you brush your teeth. Oh, yeah. It tastes like you brushed your teeth. She's totally right. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. Fantasy Stats asks, is it tingly because of the sucking? I think there's something in whatever this hard part is. And whatever reaction it causes is what causes the tingle. Mm. But you're right. It makes me think of brushing my teeth. It's a tingle. Kind of it does. Kind of it does. That's a good description. It's like you still got toothpaste in your mouth. Yeah. Kind of. Or like zinc. Like a combination of a zinc tablet and toothpaste in your mouth. Yeah, I think that's it. We should probably get on with the show. Yeah. I told you I didn't want to eat these on air. I still have mine. No, but that's all right. That wasn't dead time. People appreciate that. I appreciate that. I hope everyone appreciated our taste test. (laughs) Consensus is this is good. I don't know if it would make me stop eating because I like it so much. I like it. I actually think that this was investable. I don't know why. Or because how is it going to make you stop eating? Do you really want to stop? No, I don't I want feel like one. eating a Big Mac right now. 
But did you before? Probably. I was eating popcorn, and I don't feel like eating popcorn. Oh. You know, part of what it does, too, it kind of interrupts the the thought process, so that, that pattern. Oh, because you're stopping eating. Yeah, because it's stopping you. Yeah, but I could eat another one, like candy. Right, and I think if That's someone is has a compulsive problem. I don't feel like another one. You would just keep eating them as yeah, candy. Yeah, or just, you just ignore that, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, but, but I think you take them because you want to not eat. Well, I want to not you, eat. But, you're, but you keep eating. <laughs> That's really funny. So, okay, yeah. yes. And you know what? This, I remember one of the impediments to getting a yeah. shark interested was there was the not uh, the sales. <laughs> um, for instance, uh, Mark Cuban, I, I recall. Early. Well, he said that there should have been more sales, like, for instance, repeat customers. Right. That, right. They didn't have oh, the repeat. Oh, yeah. They were getting the repeat issue. customers. Right. right. And, and I have to admit, I just had like a teeny bit left and I did just crunch through it and my mouth feels really nice. It makes me think of like maybe Pop Rocks, like that sort of tingle. Mm. Tina asks if I'm hungry, like, or if we're hungry, can we think right. of any food we'd want to eat? But to be honest, since I've been sick, I like in three days, I've barely had anything because so. I can tell yeah. you, Tina, that like I have no mm. desire. Like I could imagine when I think of cake. Mm -hmm. like, I love cake. Like, yeah, like cake with a nice white frosting or something and like ice cream cake. Oh, you no, lost chocolate, me. chocolate cake. Chocolate. There you go. Yeah, I'm yeah, back yeah. in business. <laughs> <laughs> She's back in. <laughs> but I just have no desire for that right now. Well, there we go. Normally, I like it. It's cupcake. Almost no desire. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. That's funny. And on that happy note, another <laughs> okay. meal that you can have with someone. So, um, meal enders. Uh, so Apollo, yes, meal enders. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Apollo Peak. Brandon, he was asking for $100,000 in exchange for 10%. As, yes. an, as I'm starting this, I realize maybe one of you should have been reading out these synopses. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got distracted on our show here. It's at our, our car run says yes. this is episode 14 discussion, but we're at episode 20, so sorry. That's why I paused because I got myself distracted looking at that. Um, so 20, we're like almost done. We have I maybe nine, seven to nine more episodes. Right. Last season, I think we had 29. At any rate, Apollo Peak, Branton, $100,000 in exchange for 10%. Basically, this is what he jokes as wine for cats. Oh, and they have a dog cats. line. But it's it's non-alcoholic, so I think that's really good to make clear up front. It's basically catnip, which the cats go crazy for. Mm -hmm. um, and so the crazy thing to me, so a bottle, a small size, costs eleven ninety five to buy yes. it at the store. It only costs him a dollar twenty five, but eleven ninety five to buy it. He sold a hundred and ninety two thousand yep. dollars in three months, three months. And he's projected for one point two to one point five million. Like right. what the heck? Yeah. Exactly. It's amazing. And that, that eleven ninety five retail tag is only for the eight ounce bottle too. The tiny. Yeah, the little one. And it's amazing. But, so that's know. about that's what, how many? About nineteen thousand drunk cats. <laughs> Well, yeah. they're not. They're, <laughs> yeah, they're drunk on like catnip. They're drunk on yeah. catnip. And it's the, beets as well. So beets and, and organic color. herbs. But and, yeah. I was kind of surprised by that, that they could put catnip in a drink and it would still have the same effect. Potency. Because when you put catnip in front of your cat, it's like rolling in the catnip and stuff like okay. that. And it's part, right. it seems like the external hmm. manifestation is well, part of it. So I, I don't know. It has to do with the cat because not all cats are aroused by catnip. Actually, it's like some genetic sort of thing. Right. And so... 
like one of my cats likes to eat it so like I can't really keep it in the house because she'll just eat the whole plant <laughs> and so it must be that ingestion whereas my other cat likes to roll in it like you're saying and a cat that I used to have was not into it so. the one that eats it does it yeah. get all loopy when it eats it or no she gets loopy sort of by eating it and she's always yeah. kind of loopy to be honest <laughs> she's a very high strung cat she's fantastic she's really? just like she's like me and cat that's what I was going to say yes she is she totally <laughs> I'm like you're totally describing yourself yes so I like... know now one of the things I thought was really interesting was that Kevin said he used to work for a cat food company and what he found is that cats are picky and so if you send it to five people and even just two of them like it they'll keep buying so I was surprised yeah. he's into it I mean did you guys think this was a joke at first yes I thought that he'd have nobody and then there was like a dog fight between Kevin and Damon that was kind of interesting yeah. yeah that was um I, 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 it seems like a novelty thing, and I think that uh, uh, Robert said it best when he said, "You're, you're the pet rock of the, of the yeah. cat wine business." Yeah. You know, it's like, and it seems like that. It yeah. seems like a novelty, that's a one-off buy. Um, so, but I, maybe, maybe Kevin's right. Maybe they will buy it in cases once they've got right. it as part of their, their thing. I'm not. I'm it kind of sure. makes sense because look, the wine industry is big, and you can kind of put two and two together. You can do some right. investigative reporting. Ladies who like wine, who love their cats. Are going to buy it. Uh... Who, who have a glass of, of wine every night just as a habit and want to share it with their cat. Because like Here's you said, our wine. you're not drinking with anybody else, so you might as well drink with you your cat. You think they want champagne then. But didn't you guys think okay. that was the funniest sales pitch, right? Don't drink alone, so give your cat wine? Yeah. Like it, it was. It, like I thought it was just a pure joke. And he was like, he was surprised he got offers too. The guy, he's like, I wasn't expecting any offers. I know he was really, really funny, Brandon. Was. Yeah, like, but I could see there'd be a market for it for sure. Right. I right. guess you know. I guess to put it in perspective, when I buy the little thing of catnip from like mm -hmm. PetSmart, I think it's something like four dollars. And so my cats. You know, especially the one that eats, especially, like, it's destroyed very quickly. So I wonder how long, like, if you, like, that eight-ounce bottle would last, if it proportionally lasts the same amount as if I were buying three how many things servings of catnip. Do you get, right. If I had to buy three of those things of catnip, it would be the equivalent. Right. Could be, yeah. So maybe it's not as expensive as it seems. Right. I don't know. And it's the ritual, too. Of having the bottle, right? Hey, let's bust out the See, bottle. See, he's gonna the, sell tons cat. just for somebody who's like trying to find a gift for their friend who's really totally, cat. yeah, like a gift true, item, uh, that type of thing. But it's yeah. not a repeat buy. That's yeah. a. It doesn't you know, seem like it. Unless it is. Kevin seems to think it is. Yeah, yeah. And, and I guess it's the same branding as, like, Fancy Feast, the food for cats and dogs, that, that's like, oh, your pet is fancy, and so you feed them elegant. Haven't you guys seen the oh, commercials? Right. You're looking at me. Of course. Like, oh, I've yeah. seen that. They always feast. do these commercials. Yes. Like, this cat food has been around for, like, I, I know Fancy life. Feast. I just never really kind of put two and two together. Well, yeah, because they, they put, the put it on, yeah, they put have... it on, like, porcelain. Right. Yeah. And they, they had, actually, the tops that you didn't need a can opener. I'm going to eat another one of these things. And they were gold. Tops. Like they did a great job with that. They found that there was a niche niche for people uh -huh. who were like, Oh my cat's very right. Niche. Right, yeah. right. Okay, I wanna point out that Chris, by eating another meal under, you are defeating the You know why I'm purpose? eating another one though? Because you're hungry? No, because like I, I wanted to see I actually had a glass of Coke. And I wanted to see what was happening and like I took a first couple of tastes and I like I didn't mm -hmm. really want to drink it, but I forced myself to finish that Coke and now I feel like I kinda of washed away the benefit. <laughs> So, so basically, you didn't want it, but you kept going. Exactly. Which is the whole problem with obesity, right? Right. That like you keep eating. A compulsive. Well, I mean that like that you keep eating. You're full. So That's the whole point. I right. get it. I know I when I'm it. full and I keep eating. All right. Well, next I won't drink any more Coke, but there's none in the 
freaking thing anymore. Are you trying a different flavor? I am trying a different flavor. Oh, good. Flavor. You yeah, can keep us posted. Okay, so Tina says she used to have a rabbit that liked to drink beer, so I can't cats like wine. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> so, a rabbit, a, a beer drinking rabbit. So he did wind up with a deal with Kevin. Um, it, he's, Kevin initially said, <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry, that he would do it for 33 and a third percent. Damon said he would do it for 25%. Now, mind you, Brandon had offered 10% at the beginning. He countered for 15 um, and they agreed at 20 So he got a deal with Kevin, so $100,000 for 20%. Yes. Now, Kevin has the 18th largest wine distributor in the country, so he thinks, you know, he already has this database of people. You can knock out two for one, right? Either, right. either way. Both of them had... Different, and, and, right? Yeah. yeah, Damon was about direct to consumer, getting him into the big chain stores, and uh, Kevin was Pet about stores. was about the mail order, mm -hmm. whole like uh, keeping it where he has right. his profit, where he's just basically <laughs> just doing it all um, uh, right. mail order, not mail order, but uh, direct to consumer. So I guess that was like a from his wine list, right? So it, uh, people bulk. that were and, yeah, and you know there was some targeting. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. I, I would kind of like to try drinking it because it's just beet juice, right? Mm -hmm. Like it, it seems like it would be a healthy drink With for herbs. humans too. And like herbs. catnip wouldn't kill you. And you'd probably you'd get, get a little, little excited. Fresky. You'd get I know. A little frisky, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and start drinking that stuff down. <laughs> I just okay. ate this, this citrus one was pretty good. <laughs> oh, okay, really? Yeah. Can't wait to try it when I, I move it. on to my next. <laughs> <laughs> so, Constance, are you in or out? Uh, mm. You know what? I think I would be out. Yeah. Mm. It's a sign of the times, but it's a annoying mm. one. But. Yeah, I would be. Out. I liked it. Uh -huh. I thought it was cool and kind of cute, but I wouldn't be into it. I liked Brandon, but I would be out. I thought it was too much of a joke. Hey, guys online, what do you say? In or out? Yeah, Fantasy Stats, Tina, let us know. Are you guys in or out? Anyone else who's lurking in our chat? Uh, we're going to move on to Seed Sheet. Lurking. and um, Lurking. Like yeah. they're watching but not commenting. But lurking I'm calling them very, out. Sounds, uh, right, it does. I'm obscene. sorry, you guys. You're not lurking. You guys are not obscene. And you're not obscene. Those were not my Non-participating <laughs> viewers. <laughs> not people NPDs. who have not become our good friends yet, but you're our friends. Oh, come on. Tina and Ben are our friends. Oh. No, the people we don't know. I revealed his name. Well, we know his name, but I mean the people we don't know. The, the lurkers. No, yeah. the lurkers. I'm Ben. You've been revealed. Your cover is blown, Ben. Grab your toothbrush and run out of your house. We need protection. So Ben, a.k.a. Fantasy Stats, says he's out. He's not into niche pet products. Tina says she's out, too. It's too silly to her. I'm just having fun twisting on my chair, I just noticed. <laughs> so I'm going to twist my way over to see Now, this one's really, I'm really getting this. Are you on a third one? No, second. Here's the thing about but Apollo. But I'm getting this. Like, I could not eat. <laughs> I just have to get into this a little bit. Yes, please. Okay, this is ahead. where it gets weird. Let's just say I'm a person that's the perfect target <laughs> consumer for this wine. Mm -hmm. right. mm -hmm. I order it mm -hmm. to drink with my cat because no one else will drink with me. Right, right? yeah. Um, so already the scenario being painted is not a hot, no. like fun one. Mm -hmm. And then I actually open the bottle and I'm like, and here's yours, Elizabeth James the third. And I get like, yeah. I put the wine Good and I go, point. cheers. I mean, that's like. <coughs> Weird. That's well, an excellent pouring point. pouring <clears throat> your cat wine while you have wine and then like <laughs> clicking glasses and enjoying a glass of wine with yeah. your cat. Yeah, is very what? What? How are you not catching on? Yeah, <laughs> I can dial it back a little bit. You... She's just saying it sort of starts to feel pathetic. Like you have no one to drink with. So you're like, come on, Fluffy, let's have some wine together. Fluffy yeah, the but third. If you pitch and shoot this ad the way she's explaining it, but you do it in a cool like. 
Like, oh, I'm so high class. I drink wine with my cat because no one else is good enough to drink wine. Ah! Instead of like, I'm so yeah. sad and lonely. <laughs> oh, you spun it. Right. You spun it. That was and awesome. then here's the thing, because mm. I do a dating show, you know, on our sister yeah. network, really? Black Hollywood Live. Mm-hmm. Um, so this would be the thing. Let's just say we talk a lot about marketing mm-hmm. yourself online right. and, of course, um, enhancing what you have. Yeah. Increasing your mate value, all that stuff. So at one point, we're value. on a date, <laughs> and I actually bring up that I buy wine for your from a cat. <laughs> then you got a problem. Yeah. yeah, and then you'd be the Chris Howard live, and you'd be like, <laughs> like what guy would be like? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You know what? If they're, if, they're, if they're a little twisted, it's all right. They the date yeah in Constance's yeah, it's all right. it's hypothetical like, they're like twenty five percent tweaked or twisted it's cool <laughs> I, would, I, I do <laughs> I do feel like we need like a yay because that I I hadn't thought of a good way to market that and okay. that that does sound yay. a lot more positive yeah yeah I think that's say. something that's like one Instagram or viral video from ev- like like the pet rock situation it's uh, it's one like instant click away from being Brilliant. like oh everyone who has a pet needs this wine for their pet see they needed you to and pitch it they needed you to yeah, pitch it and then in in four months no one cares about it anymore but hopefully you've saved all the money that you made, <laughs> you made <your> <laughs> <laughs> right. so, i think those are really good points i think now they need to start a viral campaign and hey apollo peak brandon if you need us to help with it we've got you covered <laughs> just picture like a video shot like the phone sex Commercials, yeah. I like how you like, look at me. It's like a cat. The girl's in like a sexy outfit. She comes through. She gets her her wine. She sits down, and then she pours it for her cat. And it's just like the wine for this cat. And that's the commercial. Like those could but easily right. go viral. We wish that's you'd And then everyone's us. like, damn, I got to buy this for my pet. I don't even need it, but I'll buy it. And then it's like the gag gift that you're giving at Christmas and the white elephant gift. Like, right. oh, hell yeah, a bottle of wine for my cat? What the hell is this? And they're like, no, you could drink it too. Would the cat in your video have would be wearing a bow tie? I would want that cat from the French video that went all viral, where boy, you had the cat already chosen. You've cast him already. He's been cast already. There's a video where this guy just follows his cat around, and it's all shot in black and white, and the voiceover's done in French. And it's like what the cat's thinking. (laughs) And it's hilarious. That sounds hilarious. Brandon, I hope you're watching because. We've got you covered. We've got you covered, yeah. We, we and have apparently to move I on, have the we? sex voice. Yeah. You have the sex but voice. But only for another day, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it doesn't last longer. Now for like the third time, fourth time, yeah. seed sheet, cam, $500,000 in exchange for 10% in case there's any confusion. This is not Cam, who used to be on Shark Tank with us. This Aww. is an entirely new Cam. He called himself a Vermontrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I love Cam, I have to say. And basically, these are like seed pods that are in a sheet, mm-hmm. seed sheet, and you just roll it out on the dirt and water it. Like, it is that easy. Yeah. And it's so cool because they have different foods. So you can get, like, the taco guacamole mix and, like, for different mixes. Or you can custom order. Mm-hmm. How awesome. I love this. Me I like too. it too. I, know, I have to say one thing. If yes. you eat a second one of these, you won't want to eat anymore. <laughs> like I'm feeling a little off now. And like I, like my, on a psychedelic trip off? It, well, <laughs> kind of, yeah. And it like my tongue is all tingly and stuff and like it's like I don't want another one for sure. And 
I don't think I want to eat anything. So that's, that's I wonder if it's because you had citrus and citrus is tingly to begin with. I, I think it's because I had two of them. <coughs> I feel mm. like you need to have three and find out. Ah! <laughs> Never eat again. Back to the garden. The garden so, yes. was That's bitching. Garden. That was yeah. cool. Yeah, hacked agriculture. That's what Cam did. And he was wearing oh, so a snazzy he, outfit, too, if you guys caught that. I did not he catch was, Yes, they were outfit. pretend yeah. overalls. Were they really? Yes, it was like if oh. you're wearing a t-shirt that has a tuxedo. Uh, okay. I loved him. And you called it snazzy? <laughs> it was interesting. I, don't, I, I wonder whether he's actually from Vermont, from Vermont. I'm, from, I'm a New Englander, so I have a nose for these things. Just a little side I'm note. not sure. I, I loved his story, how he brought architecture yeah. to... Yeah. Agriculture, right. Yeah. I thought that was yeah. very cool. That weed-blocking fabric. It was so good. Pretty innovative. Insane. Mm-hmm. And you said the price actually wasn't bad, like if you're going to buy high-end organic seeds. Yeah. Which, to be honest, when I buy seeds, I just buy the cheapo, like, dollar packets from Home Depot. But if you're going to buy the nice ones, so his, the smallest size, which is 12 inches by 36 inches, which is a standard, like, window box size, mm-hmm. $14.99 retail, $7.50 wholesale, and it costs him $1 to $3 to make. So if you <laughs> haven't seen this show, guys, it's like this rollout. <laughs> mat that has all the little seedlings planted in for your own organic garden. I thought I said that. Yeah. Did she say that? Well, kind of. Kind of. Did you tune me out? I do sometimes, but I don't (laughs) think I did that. I I was just kind of adding to the visual. That's all. Yeah, so it is. Please add away. It's definitely novel, and it's precision, too. This is the thing, especially with novice planners, as Cam talked about, um, that you, you don't have the precision, and of course... The right. great thing about the sheets is that it's done expertly. But then yeah. you, I guess you miss something a little in the experience of digging kind in the dirt of. with your I guess. little fingers. I just planted yeah. some flowers in my garden recently. And because I was like, I'm going to save some money. Like, we've had the gardener do it the past few years. And I was like, I'm just going to do it myself. And I did it. And to be honest, I was like, oh, next year we're totally paying. So would you buy this product? A lot. I would totally. Like, I used to garden a lot. Then I stopped. And like I said, I've been away from it. Uh-huh. And I got back and I was like, these were a lot of flowers so that I just gardener, planted. Wow. Even a gardener <laughs> would buy the product then. But I'm not like gardener, gardener. I'm like I know, a but you hobbyist. Dabbled. I've dabbled. Right. Yeah. I, I haven't dabbled. Pads. I'd buy the product if I wanted that stuff yeah. in my house. It's neat. <laughs> so he did. He did wind up with a deal. Lori was super passionate about. It. Yes. So he has made 156,000 in 20 months, yes. the one garden season, and um, so he did wind up with a deal with Lori. Um, $500,000 for 20%. And there was a lot of jockeying with yes. Kevin. Mm. Mark was sort of going to be in possibly with Lori, but they couldn't get the percentage right. But do you think Lori was the right shark? I thought so. I thought it would have been nice if Mark had come in too and they split it. But uh, but he lost that because he s- sat around on it too long. He probably could have had it. And if I got this yeah. correctly, this was something that Mark opted out. He didn't want to do the deal anymore. Yeah. He said right. 22% for the both of them. Mm-hmm. And Mark agreed to that. And then freaking Cam was like, will you guys take 20%? So for two right. freaking right. percentage points, you got you got yes. Mark Cuban to say, screw you, dude. That's right. Do an not well, do that. No, Nickel and diamond. No. We've been talking about yeah. that, no, right? No, no, no. But kind of. But Did Lori I, said no. She would not do it at the 22 because she, she said that it's only have, 11%. Though. You could see she was kind of I don't she think so. She wouldn't answer the question. It was funny. She I was trying she not to answer it, but I think they would have gotten it at 22. I think they would have, but no. you know what? 
she got so. something. She in the end, she got a deal that she wanted. Yes, she wanted twenty percent. Yes. He got a good shark because uh, she'll be able yeah. to push it. I oh, mean, and it's the perfect it's product yeah. right. for online. It's the perfect QVC product. It is Tina, QVC. And Tina says, by the way, thank you, Chris. She wasn't sure what to imagine, so you cleared that up. Oh, good. Thank you, <laughs> Tina. Thank you. So good. You Sorry, know, I wasn't able to he, clear he that. He paints a picture with his words. Oh, CHL. Yeah, Chris Yeah. Paints a picture with words. But you know I'm what? I'm by myself. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, um, what was I going to say? Yeah! Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're beautiful. You're, you're beautiful audience. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, I, I just wish my lovely wife Priscilla could be here with us tonight. Uh, the uh, what the hell was you I saying? You don't know what you're saying. Gonna say no, but I was saying something. Um, I was saying something. Damn it! You were was, saying about um, about Elvis. About, no, it was about the product. <laughs> what does Elvis have to do with Seed Sheet? Uh, he has because he was just doing an Elvis impersonation. Yes. No, that I don't know where that. I don't came know where from. it came from either. Oh, it came from the uh, applause. You, but the seed sheet. <laughs> no, the the product is yeah. amazing. Uh, well, yeah, it's amazing. That's all I can say. I had some <laughs> big cool thing I was gonna say, and I lost it. Okay. I lost it. Well, did you guys see the record setter? Good old Dan stopped by. That was cool. Was it 7,000? Precision planting 7,000 seeds in 14.15 seconds. Yes. So they set a world record with that? (laughs) Well, I was kind of wondering if that was one of those magic of TV gimmicks. It wasn't the Guinness Book of World Records. It was some vague It was their own record. Right. I was wondering. Like the records of ours. But it was still some showmanship. And showmanship works. I mean, it 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 was like, wow, it's that easy to roll it out, you know? That, I think. But, like, let's face it. If this were a big deal like the Guinness Book, you think Cam would want to give up the glory of being listed in the Guinness Book? (laughs) It would have gone gone to Mark for doing the actual work. No, I mean, they did it it just to put some showmanship into their presentation. Yes, and in fact, coming up, we're going to talk about crop sticks, and they did a great job, too, when when we get to that. So when we get to this, right, we will never get to them. Um, So Tina says she thinks that maybe Lori doesn't want to go in with Mark because he always gets all in her business and more. (laughs) (laughs) And Fantasy Stat says we have sexy voice. Thank you. Elvis, and what is Constance going to do? Oh, yeah, what are you going to (laughs) be? Who is Constance? Sexy voice, Elvis, and... Oh, sexy boy. Oh, gosh. What am I going to be today? Yeah. You could be like Southern. Blazer person? Blazer. She's blazer. No, hello. Voice. Don't you get it? Voice. Uh, Voice. Oh, we do voices? Yeah, Um, I'm I'm Elvis. Jeez. Who are you? I don't know. It has to be impromptu. Yeah. Okay, you let us know when you improvise that. Yes. When I get get that together. You guys, here's the thing, though. I've been wanting to ask this for a long, long time. Oh, hold on. Okay. Tina has a Vern, or a good Vern, whatever a good Vern is. No. She says, doesn't Constance have a sexy voice? as well though she does so yes Constance always has it yes she does yes she does so it's it's not a like normally it wouldn't be you that we think of the phone sex line for thank you so much Chris Howard (laughs) there's the burn there's the burn feel the burn did you yes please tell us what you had to say Constance in your sexy voice well Robert um, now I'm gonna like talk like a a not sexy person (laughs) (laughs) okay so Robert H Yes. Whenever there's close-ups on his face, his eyes look very blue. So I was just wondering if he's wearing eye contacts to heighten, to optimize really? his, his assets, or if his eyes are that blue because they look like alien eyes. They're fabulous. I, I love think, them. You know what? I think it might be the screens here at AfterBuzz. Is that right? I swear to God. Because sometimes, like, I was watching these shows and I'm going, man, that person's oh, got I, blue eyes. And even I felt weirdly attracted. <laughs> yes! 
to the man yeah. whose blue eyes I'm looking at. It's like this is fucked up, right? No, sorry. But so then I'm like, so, no. But yeah. every, then I notice that another person had the blue eyes, and another person had the blue eyes, and it's like, okay, wait a second. I think it's just the TV screen. Okay, here. that is hysterical. I will have to pay attention. I think I've noticed, have you noticed but that? I'm not positive. No. I just thought that was a really funny non sequitur. Yeah, which we seem to specialize in. So, um, because, she has something else to say, though. No, well, I don't. She no. better oh. say it quickly because okay. we are okay. <laughs> chugging out of time. We spent like 45 minutes on meal enders. <laughs> we didn't talk about camping. We're not camping. there. Yeah, that's right. And little get, houses. We spent oh, 12 minutes a tiny house and camping in tiny houses. <laughs> did and, we? And 12 serial minutes. Killers. Did you time that's us out? Well, I was putting together a little collage of it because it's seriously one of the funniest moments I've ever seen <laughs> really? on TV oh, or funny. elsewhere. <laughs> wow, we're that good. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we already know they have a deal. So, um, Constance, would you be in or out with Seed Sheet and I'd Cam? Be, uh, I'd be in. <clears throat> yeah, or whoever you are, Chris. I would be in. I'm totally in too. I love this. <laughs> I'm like so excited about CG. I, I don't know why. <laughs> Tina says there are subliminal videos on YouTube that can make your eyes green, apparently. So wow. maybe there's a lens to make it blue. We'll it. have to check that out. So, fantasy stats, Tina, anyone else who is lurking, aka just friendly sitting in the That's chat right. and not are you talking, in or out? Let tell us, know. us if you're in or out. We will move on to crop sticks, which Constance was just talking about. Mylan, 75000 in exchange for 12.5%. These are basically chopsticks where you can snap off the end and then use it as a chopstick rest. So mm. um, what are your initial thoughts? I mean, I, there, I've got a number of different <laughs> thoughts, I think. I, I, I liked her because I thought she came from a good background. It was neat to see somebody coming from teaching entrepreneurship mm -hmm. to going out there and launching a business. The chopsticks uh, seemed to be a superior version of chopsticks, which was good. I think the sharks uh, rightfully pointed out uh, that it is a commodity, uh, and as such, mm -hmm. uh, the pricing strategy had to be <laughs> to undercut mm -hmm. the current competitors, which wasn't what she was using. Right. But you would think that they could just give her that feedback, and they could go at it from a different angle. I don't know why... They have a reticence to do that. I know. Um, sometimes it's weird. It's like the, the the cat wine guy gets all this love and money. Right. And this chick, who's I was like, yes, like she's sharp, she's Yamamoto, to, yeah. yeah, great. She like taught entrepreneurship. All she's, this stuff, and they're like, you screw you, you suck. You're a Bambi that's gonna get squished. Did you see at the end right. how she left? She was yeah. like, later, dudes. Yeah. yeah. Now they were really rude to her, and that they was uh, and Lori kind of stood up for her, but you know they they kind of they they were unnecessarily rude to her. Uh, because she's a smart uh, woman. She's not, you know, she, because you have one mistake in your plan doesn't mean you can't be course corrected. And that's to me like here they have somebody who's a go getter who'd start right. a business up from nothing. Right. She's landed big deals with the Hyatt. She's, uh -huh. you know, she's somebody that's going to go work it. She just needs maybe some direction as well. Right. There's already you know? the purchase order. Wasn't the profit 125000 off of yeah, that? It yeah, was yeah. She like, was heading in a really good direction. Maybe launched. they don't want to be that hands-on. Yeah. Well, uh, but I think the high-end market, like her strategy, though, was to go to the high-end market. It sounded legit, yeah. yeah. The extra two cents or whatever. Right. It sounded like a legit strategy. And that, and I, and uh, to be honest, I didn't quite get, they kind of glazed over that when she said that. She said, yeah. that's our strategy is yeah. to go to the high end and sell yeah. there and then sell down when we can get our cost of goods yeah. down. She said it, but yeah. they just trampled over it as if it was never said. So yeah. I don't know. I think she got a raw shake. 
I noticed that too. I do feel passionately actually about this one. But just to back up a moment, Tina says she would be in with seed sheets. Fantasy Stats is out. He says if plants have to rely on him, they will die. (laughs) They will die. I felt very passionately about crop sticks, but in the opposite direction. So I lived in Japan. And so what she's describing with the rest, so that is in Japanese restaurants. But what most people do, and like even with hers, they still have to come in paper. You take the paper off and you just sort of like origami fold it and you put your chopsticks on Oh, that. you origami if, fold it. If the rest is not available. And it's something that like everyone just does. But you don't and do so, that here. Well, I don't know and, how to do origami. Well, that mean, yes. And so that's exactly actually my point. So here in America, people, what they tend to do, and I even admit sometimes I do this, I rest my chopsticks on my bowl. That's actually really rude. You would never do that in Japan, which is the whole reason you have those chopstick rests. In America, people don't know not to rest their chopsticks on their bowl, so they do it so they don't need the chopsticks. I don't see that. Rest. I just put it on the table. <clears throat> I take the germs with it. Okay, that's just gross. <laughs> I don't even but, think about it. So I just that's put it the down. problem I have, that in America, people don't care because they're sticking them on their bowl. And in Japan, it's not necessary because they still come in paper. You're still just going to like origami wrap it. A high-end restaurant will have the nice holder and one that's not. But it, because you just that, wrap your paper. And it like goes right so back fast. to the point, though, that because it's a commodity, mm-hmm. that, little, that little difference, as you're saying, isn't going to make the difference. And a hotel's not going to care. But if you can undercut the competition on price, yeah. and by the way, we're better for the environment, and by the way, it's a better chopstick because yeah. you have this rest, then it makes it. But the only way to hit it is to get the price down below the competition. I just, yeah, and I just think like that a nice restaurant is still going to have the rest. They're still not going to want to break that. They're not going to want to have that. No, you're, you're not. They're not. Well, they wouldn't be using like cheap wood one like they're not gonna break it like like i lived with a family like we had we didn't use wood ones at home we use like a one of a, yeah, yeah like you wash them and and we use that's them that's what as, they use in the nicer restaurants so if i so and like what she said yeah about them being round there are different styles and actually i have some from like thailand that are more square and those are much harder for me to hold they're uncomfortable because they're square huh because that hurts your hand there's a reason around like it's more comfortable what's the weirdest thing you ever bought or saw for sale in japan Women's underwear used <laughs> in a vending machine. Swear Weren't you God. here? I we knew had that. This yeah, I knew what you were going to answer. We've had this. They sell like women's underwear or even like. Used women's underwear. Actually, they outlawed machine. it. They're for fetish type reasons. Yep. And actually, I convinced a friend of mine to go in search of one of these machines. We took a train for like two hours. Oh, my nutbag. I was so curious. Did you buy any just out of curiosity? We didn't. They were really overpriced. No, we did oh. not. They were not so, like they weren't used anymore. You can't do that in vending machines. But okay. I, I, oh my god! I, I'm gonna say this without implicating anyone. Someone I knew in Japan used to sell his sister's underwear. Oh my god! Really? <laughs> yes. Did he sell them to the vending machine people? No, he sold them to the like friends. friends. <laughs> I think there's like a crime there. It's like so demented, I can't even get into it. Did they ever have vending machines with used men's underwear? No. Okay, yeah. Always <laughs> degrading us. That's it. Never dudes. Degrading women. Why is that degrading you? I think it's Selling. appreciation. It's appreciation, it's, yeah. Fetishization. It's, it, there's nothing, there's no positivity. Or rather, how can you make the case that it's not? Because they want to smell your essence? 
Right, but it's like a that's a very very private thing so that would hence yeah, be a violation like they went out of their way to steal your underwear yeah. to smell it you're selling these underwear right like, right Pres- i don't know we, where we assume right we assume we don't know where they got the underwear presumably just... people are making big money by wearing it and then selling it to right. like oh, these so, companies okay. so we think it comes from I mean, legitimate places i would yeah they're not stealing underwear where do you even steal it i mean other than this person i knew who i'm not going to implicate yeah. maybe, maybe you gotta I'm pay maybe really you gotta pay Maybe you got to pay a premium for the stolen ones. I would just never think of wanting to to want want men's used underwear because I would think it's just something you, very demented. You in haven't my met mind. the right man. <laughs> I will also say, if I may may add to my vending machine story, (laughs) so my friend Glenn, whose Japanese is like near perfect, he's from New Zealand and like almost fluent speaker level. I'm more elementary school level. Uh So anyway, so we get to Kobe where we had heard there's a vending machine and we're like, but where do we go? So we go into this love hotel, which is, it's called a love hotel. It's really a pay by the hour place. And so we add, and like there are screens so you don't see each other at all. So we ask like Glenn, his Japanese, like where do we find the underwear machine and they actually came out to look at us like who are these strange people asking for the underwear machine asking it all like broken up like where no, is his, no his oh, Japanese his is perfect okay right, right this was good instead of you like where is machine for underwear I have I'm a good like, story like that but I can't tell it now we gotta yeah, it. All right, <laughs> dude, we're not even gonna make it through okay so right. we better hurry up basically no deal are you in or out I, I'm out on the chopsticks too. I guess you convinced me, Zoe. I would be out too. I'm out. Yeah. I liked her. I, her. I love everything I like Japanese. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Except I guess the used women's underwear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Tina says she knows a person who sold her underwear to make extra money. Really? How this much? Is how the much? Best okay. chat ever. How, ask her how much. How Tina, much? Tina, how much? You can ask her. She hears you. How much for a pair? <laughs> yeah. What is And can you people? convert it to US dollars for us, Tina? Yeah, so can you know. convert it for U.S. dollars? Because otherwise we won't know. That's true. She'll tell us, like, in Switzerlandia. Is it no one can remember? Tina, where are you from again? <laughs> was it, 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 Remind it, us. It, was, it, was it Belgrade? No. It no. was in Slovenia. Slovenia. Am I right, yes. Tina? Yes. Oh, do yeah, I get the Because she said that's where Dracula was from, too. Yes, yes, Dracula. Vampires. I'm clapping for myself. Right. Thank you. Okay. I was um, reading in psychology today, yes. psychology today, that some people get um, into watching people blow up balloons. So I guess people are a trip. <laughs> Bottom line, people are a trip. Like those furry costumes. There's that people the costumes, but then there's balloons. So there's I have videos never of people that. just blowing up balloons. Are you going to talk about that on your date show? No. Oh, you should. Total topic for that. Is it? You could do a whole expose. Well, this is to help people get really great mates, long-term relationships. We do like. How's that? What are you going to learn from that? To avoid anybody who's into balloon videos, because you oh. wouldn't have a regular sex life. You'd oh, be maybe, into balloons. Well, maybe you're into balloons, I too. I thought you were watching their technique both, to choose your mate. See, you get both get excited <laughs> by watching people <laughs> blow up balloons. <laughs> you guys, we're supposed to wrap in like one minute. Okay. So, Tina says the underwear, because clearly that's more important yeah. than the fourth product. <laughs> the <laughs> underwear, the part, it's maybe 60 to $120. All right. Wow. Tina also now. says we are still wrong. It's the, actually, no, fantasy stats 
stats corrected us. She's from Slovakia. Uh, fantasy so stats does. Fantasy stats gets the okay. clapping. Yeah. We got to do this last we, one, don't we? Yeah, we get the one one. Okay. okay. Under the weather, Rick. Rick. Oh, you guys in the chat, let us know still if you're in or out on crop sticks. Yep. Rick, under the weather, 600,000 for 10%. Yes. These are basically like pods you can take to sporting events and you can sit inside. So if it rains or if it's hot or windy or whatever, it's like a tent. In or out, you guys. Or what do you think of them? <laughs> <laughs> I skipped a little I too thought far. they were interesting. I mean, it looks like this little tent that keeps you keeps your temperature and stuff. You know, I might want to have one just for like a survival kit. Right. So anyway, uh, he's done great. Two million gross, which he's netted yeah. a million off of that. That's insane. I know. Yeah. Wasn't it insane? Netted so, a million yes, already? Yes. And Rick yeah. had a story. He yes. it, it, he was a strong presenter. He had just sold yeah. a company for three point mm -hmm. five million dollars. Yeah. Million dollars. So he's yeah. a seasoned CEO. He was yeah. very confident. Great presentation. They, they and built if, it up to about. They were doing about eight million a year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Sold and, it for three point whatever. Yes. And his brother. Um, Mark, there was an emotional point where uh, Rick talked about his brother Mark, who basically uh, died, passed away in a accident. So it got emotional there, and I think that really, you saw all the sharks react to that if you watched yeah. the episode. Yes, he got very emotional. Yeah. I mean, it, it was emotional, and I think like even the sharks, I think sometimes don't know how they should react when someone cries in front of them and tells a traumatic story, and especially if they're not even sure if they want to invest, so it, I think it's also like an awkward thing for I, them. I think to reveal within <laughs> the context of the conversation is okay, because if it goes too far outside the context of right. the conversation, or if there's no interest in the product or service, right. then it's like, okay, this is awkward and weird. But yeah. because, I mean, he was a solid person, right. they, yeah. it added a feel-good moment where exactly. it's like we can be part of this person's exactly. story. Yes. Yeah. It was like a perfect example if you want to see how that's done. Like that segment was a perfect use of emotion. Yeah. <laughs> Not intended. Not intentionally. No, exactly. No. But just organic and, and, of course, in that way. And so I will say, apparently, at the beginning, according to Tina, uh, Fantasy Stats and Tina both said that they were out. Fantasy Stats also says his mom would love the pod, so in for her. I'm going to ask you guys in the chat, since we're running out of time, also let us know in advance about Under the Weather while we continue. Tina has to run, so goodbye, Tina. Let us know quickly. So I kind of thought at first, like, this was kind of a joke because it was like, you still have to carry something. And then the, the thing that stood out to me is once you're in your pod, you can't really talk to the person next to you. Or, like, when it rains, it piles up on top i think you can unzip the one uh, i think the one that's joined the uh, you can unzip so that you can talk or leave it up so you don't have to talk to them. that would be well, they had like window <laughs> fighting yeah and there's a couple watching the game and just be like don't talk to me i've got my cat i think that that's an excellent thing to have in your back of your car just in case i mean if you got caught someplace or something like a survival i can i thing. guess but isn't your car a survival thing then like have wouldn't you just walking stay in your dead. car if the world turned into a walk, that'd be dead. too easy. What? They're not going to come through your pod? <laughs> yeah, they you? would come through yeah. your pod, but it would be funny if you tried to like keep. <laughs> we, we you try to protect yourself by going into your walking pod. The Walking Dead but aren't <laughs> real. That's a TV show. <laughs> They're not. That's a TV. Show. <laughs> I'm on Georgia's mess right now. The zombies. <laughs> <laughs> Tina says she won't be around for a few weeks. She has a friend from Canada Damn. coming over. They're going on a trip to Budapest. Tina, take us wow. with you. That sounds oh, that's going to be fun. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. The architecture I heard is amazing. Really? Yes. So Rick did wind up with a deal. Um, it's a really interesting deal. So Mark said, like Mark was pretty passionate. He wound up with a great deal. A great Whoa. deal. Yeah. And he really wanted Mark. He asked for him. So 600000 for 15% is what Mark said. But then he wanted an option for another 10% in exchange for another 600000 So what I liked about Mark's deal is he didn't just want the extra 10%, like, 
for fun, like he was willing to pay something back in, which I thought was very good. Did, I mean, did you guys think that was a good deal? That's the Amazing. deal he tried. Fantastic yeah, deal. Yeah, Mark wanted it. When yeah. people want something, they just are like, boom. Yeah, and what was really cool was that Mark also said that six hundred grand, you you can just put that right in your own pocket, because what most people don't realize is when they go out raising money for the business, they're raising, they sell equity. The money goes in to build the business. He's saying, I want you to take this 600 because you don't really look like you need the money. You want a partner who can help you. Great. Wow. Put that 600. So he cashes out 600 versus all these other deals that we see being made where all the money goes into the business to help to build the business. And that owner may or may not ever cash out. Wait, explain you know? again. Yeah, that's so I, I'm not, I like, I partially followed. So the 600,000, what did he say he could cash out? He said he gets to six, take that money and put it in his bank. The that second 600. Both. He said, right in your both pocket. of these, you can put those right in your pocket. So he, as an investor, was not expecting that his money be used in a way to augment the business. So um, he's willing to literally buy in. He like, was literally, yes, right? to just buy in, but he, he gets a cash out. So um, he had cashed out previously when he sold his other business for three point whatever. And now he's cashing out early on in the business because... Uh, the, even he said we made a, a one million dollar profit, right. and he didn't keep that didn't money. Keep he put it right. right back into the business. So to be able to extract chunks along the way is right. uh, is a godsend like that. Um, but why do you think he would do that? Because presumably well, Rick has plenty of money from selling his other business. Yeah. So why do you think he made that offer then to to cash it because out? Because the money wasn't really necessary for the growth of the business. He saw right. that he, was, he had <laughs> enough money coming in. But mm. it's and it's not that Mark has, or, uh, was his the guy. What was his name? The Rick. Guy? Rick. Rick. Right. So I mean, even though he has cash, we're assuming right. it's nice to be able to get that cash out right. as well. In so, most cases, some people would go. Amazing. You know what? I can use it far more effectively in my own business. Right. I might as well pour it back in so that we can grow mm -hmm. this sucker. But that's like like a Warren Buffett. You know, he's better off investing his own money because he's going to get a higher rate of return than he'd ever get if he extracted money and put it someplace else uh -huh. in most cases. But, um, Interesting. Yeah, so no, that's a, that's a nice little gift. Right, right. and you know, um, Damon and Kevin wanted it as well. Yeah. And their, their faces looked a little, like, sour. They were just kind of cut yeah, right out, right? after Mark yeah. just came in and it was like, boom. <laughs> and I'll give you another 600000 Yeah, take another. Well, he clearly wanted the deal with Mark because, you're right, he had the offers from Kevin and Robert, mm -hmm. which were good offers. Oh, no, excuse me. Robert said he was out here. Uh, that's crazy. Like, if Mark... But then he said, right, he said, Mark, are you... Like, he specifically he turned him, to Mark, right. right, are you... And the others weren't even... And if Mark buys in for that other 600000 he he loses 25% in this business. He's still 75% shareholder. Mm -hmm. And he's got $1.2 that he was able to get without having to build a business and sell it right. and do... The, you Very know, good point. He just sold this little piece, and now he's, yeah. he's richer Very on his own. Very interesting. Yeah. Okay, so Constance, would you be in or out? Oh, I'd be in. Okay. I'm in. This is like a fear of missing out deal for me. I guess I'm in, but like, I kind of thought they were joking. You don't have to go in. I know, but now I feel like you guys are going to be millionaires off of this business, <laughs> yes. and I'm going to miss out. So I guess I'm in, and I liked Rick. Um, we do have a quick update. Dude, Dude wipes, wipes from last season. Uh, basically, these are wipes for men. Feminine wipes for men. Feminine wipes for men. <laughs> and so uh, when they came into Shark Tank, they had $250,000. Now they have $3.2 and they've just gone into 4,200 Walgreens stores. Wow. Do you guys have any thoughts on Dude Wipes right before we wrap I up? love Insane. the concept. I'm going to go look to see them in the local Walgreens. They're baby wipes Walgreens. called Dude Wipes. I love that. And they yeah. and I want to check out yeah. the video. They talked about a video, of course. Yes. That Mark Cuban did a little, um, a little uh, 
Cameo in. Cameo, thank you, because yeah. he was the investor. And, yeah. of course, their sales, 250000 before Shark Tank. 3.2 actor. Amazing. So, and that was just effect. last season. Yes. We're not even talking a long time ago. 3.2. The beginning of last season. So, like, yeah, not that long ago. Fascinating. Um, fantasy Stats and Tina are both in. Um, and Tina also says that um, all of us are our own fandom, including Fantasy Stats and Tina. We're okay, like our we own are. We're fans. the fandom. Yes. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Fantasy Stats also points out our dearly beloved camshaft also loved this product. So uh, I feel like we should say a moment of silence we for can, him. We don't have time for a moment of but silence But we don't have time for a moment. <laughs> yeah. but, but if we did have time for a moment, by We'd golly, we would give, give it, it to him. him. That's right. So as we wrap things up, we do have a new episode next week, so we will be back. Constance, where can people find you in the meantime? Oh, you can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Constance Dad. And you can find me very skinny from my mealenders on uh, Twitter and Instagram at uh, Chris Howard Live. And I'm Zoe Hewitt. You can find me at what? Real Zoe Hewitt. That's Z-O-E-H-E-W-I-T-T. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me on YouTube at Zoe Hewitt, where I do a weekly movie analysis show. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of our Shark Tank After Show. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. Later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 